It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Tuesday, November 15th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less Pisscast. Normally, the show is pretty much set the night before. Like, we, we kind of know exactly what we're going to talk about where. Yep. But today we called a couple audibles. Because mm-hmm. there were a few stories in the news where it was like, we should probably talk about this. Yep. Uh, one of them was Bo Levi Mitchell uh, having his rights traded to Hamilton. So that's on today's podcast. We also got a snobs. Talk about the largest grocery order I ever saw when I was working at a grocery store. Oprah's favorite things is back. Yeah. Uh, my, my friend was gifted something, and he doesn't know what to do with it, so maybe you can help. Uh, Buck and Dan make it off-season appearance. Mm-hmm. Another dad badge. Sean is going to quiz me on some American demonyms. We were recently talking about Canadian demonyms. Yep. Um, and a story that, if true, is absolutely hilarious after you're out of context clip of the show. We got pud your name. Like, oh, come man, on now. you got to swap out of that you're one. Your, you're pulling your liver pud over there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm a liver putty. And- BNS in 20 minutes or less. If this is true, it is the funniest thing that's happened in Alberta politics since I've been following it. Maybe ever. Oh, no. But... It's probably a slim chance that it's true. But anyways, you mentioned this in the news just a moment ago that uh, we have a new chief medical officer of health here in the province. Yep. Dr. Mark Joffe. Yes. Here's where it gets really funny. Um, So Dr. Mark Joffe was an AHS executive and he was part of our response to the pandemic. And he's got some very, shall we say, mainstream opinions on the COVID response. You know, I think he was generally in favor of the mandates and the vaccine and everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our premier, uh, some less conventional opinions on the, uh, on the man, on the the COVID response. And I think that surprised some people that he was named uh, CMOH when he, you know, seems to have opposing views maybe to premier Daniel Smith. Yeah. Recently, premier Smith has also mentioned another Dr. Joffe, a Dr. Ari Jaffe, who works in Edmonton, he's a pediatrician and infectious disease specialist, and he's got far more controversial opinions on the pandemic, on the vaccine, okay, and all that. Mm-hmm. So last night on Twitter, many people were wondering, did they appoint the wrong Dr. Jaffe? Oh my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> Man. <laughs> like, it doesn't seem... It doesn't seem like it would be possible. No, it can't be possible. You would think there would be conversations before yeah. somebody accepts a position like that. Somebody needs to vet this stuff, right? Like, you don't just release the name, go here. Well, it's just, sure, we think this is it. Yeah. Oh, no. Unless it was a name was put in front of her, and they're like, what do you think of Dr. Joffe? She's like, I love Dr. Joffe. And oh, then God. He's like, wait, that's it's the wrong the- one. <laughs> No, not that, Dr. Joffe. Like I said, this is entirely just an online theory right now. Holy crap, can you imagine? But it would be the funniest thing that ever happened, wouldn't it? I mean, politics is a bit of a joke sometimes, so I don't... There's a possibility. (laughs) Imagine... Holy... Like, when the news goes out, or even the first meeting between the Premier and the new CMOH, she's like, who are you? I'm Dr. Dr. Joffe. No, No, you're you're not. not. Oh, Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, no, the, guys, is this... No, not this guy, <laughs> you idiot. That's the, the one other I wanted. Dr. Joffe. 
Oh man, I okay, that's really funny. Again, as you said, probably a slim chance, but yeah. hilarious. Oh, even my the God. idea of that. Yep. If it were true, oh, it would make me God. so happy. Oh, so yeah. very happy. <laughs> I mean, it would really take away the validity of the politics here for sure. People would be like, "What is it? That's just this a, a total, crazy horror show back there. This is what a is, total joke. This is ridiculous." D and S in twenty minutes or less. We were talking about Canadian denims last week. Yes. Which, for those who don't know what a denim is, it's what people call themselves. Like we're Calgarians, right? That That's would be our, our, denim, our yeah. denim. Um, and then I got, I got reading about some from the states and in Europe. Okay. And because uh, I, I quizzed you on Canadian ones, right? You did. You did pretty good. I did. Uh, I these ones are a bit more tough. Uh, obviously, I don't expect you to get many of these, but I some of them are pretty funny. So I thought maybe I'd just throw them at you here. Like, do you know what somebody from Arkansas is called? An Arkansasan. An Arkansoyer. An Arkansoyer. Which okay. is that one? It sounds quite nice. It does. Actually, it really rolls off the tongue. It really does. Um, do you know what some people from Buffalo were called? Buffalonians? Yes. Okay. There you go. Connecticut? Connecticuters? Yeah. Uh, Salem, Massachusetts. What are people from Salem called? Witches. Uh, yes? No. Uh, Salamanders. No way. Mm-hmm. Is that a real one? That's a real one. Is it kind of like like Lethbians from Lethbridge? Where I it's don't like... know if it's just, yeah, like the local <laughs> people who kind of have taken that on as themselves, yeah. but not official. I'm not sure. Although, to be fair, I guess... Caleb Anders is really good. It's really good. <laughs> I mean, many of these are kind of unofficial, right? It's not like they're really official. Uh, Michigan? Uh, Michiganians? Michiganders. Michiganders, okay. Which I also like. Nashville? Nashvillians? Mm-hmm. Minneapolis? <sighs> Jeez, that one, I don't know. Minneapolitans. Minneapolitans. Oh, yeah. that's great. I like that one a lot. Yeah. This one's obnoxious. Massachusetts? Uh, Massachusetts? Massachusetts? I can't even say it. I don't know. That's it. Massachusettsin. Massachusetts? That's, that's stupid. Mess. That is dumb. Call yourselves thought that- Massers or something. Yeah, like, like try and say it. that two times fast. Even Massachusetts. 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 Nope. Nope. Uh, these ones going to Europe really quickly. Glasgow. Glaswegians. Yes. And Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool. Liverpoolers. Liverpudians. Liverpud. <laughs> Which. If you got pud in your name, like, oh, come on man, now, you got to swap out of that you're one. Your, you're pulling your liver pud over there? Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm a liver putty and... Excuse me? VNS in 20 minutes or less. I have another dad badge. Okay. I apologize if we've covered this one. I don't remember if we did or not in past years, but uh, I took the boys sledding on the weekend and yep. the conditions were just perfect. Like, it was warm, but not soupy warm, not yeah. like slushy warm. Parts of the hill were packed down and they were really fast if you wanted to go there, but you could also like go to the side and still hit some fresh powder. Oh, so sweet. it was just great. We had a great time. Here's the dad badge though. My boys are still too small to pull like a GT all the way up the hill themselves. So I did that. Mm. And, uh, yep. <laughs> I would inevitably, they would go down by themselves and they'd be like, we can't get it up, the, the GT back up. So I had to hop on a sled go down there meet them that's it and then bring all the sleds back up it's a rookie mistake so. don't give them a gt until they can carry it themselves yeah. no no you're still crazy carpet level okay until you can carry this yourself you're not going that probably is how i should have approached it that yep. is a dad badge for sure yeah, so yeah. i mean you you 
carry all the sleds up a hill 20 or 30 times in a row. It doesn't even matter if it's a small hill. That's a pretty good workout. Pack mule Beckler over there. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of a pack mule. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, that's good dad badge for sure. sleds. Oh, yeah. Dad badge. V and S in 20 minutes or less. So we got an email from Ray uh, yesterday, and it says this. It says, longtime listener of the pod, first time contacting you. My brother told me Dan Shulman is ending his time calling ESPN baseball to do Jays full time. This in and of itself, whatever, but the article I read made me laugh. Then he said the screenshot of this article, and it's hilarious because it's talking about how Dan is emotional. It says this. It says, I don't appear to be it on the outside, but I'm actually a very sappy, sentimental, nostalgic person. (laughs) Anytime a chapter closes, I feel it a lot. And so Ray was killing himself because, of course, we talk about how much I hate Dan Shulman because he sounds emotionless. He sounds like a robot to me. (laughs) Dan Shulman is a a sentient AI. Yes. He doesn't have emotions. And then he's talking about, I don't appear on the inside, but I am extremely emotional. Oh, come on. Yeah. That is something that an AI would say, isn't it? It really is. <laughs> it's a beautiful night at the ballpark, and we're excited to announce my colleague, Dan Shulman, will be focusing exclusively on Blue Jays baseball as a full-time member of the broadcast team. I'm very excited, but very sad to leave ESPN. I know I don't appear it, Buck, but on the, on the outside, but I'm actually a very sappy, sentimental person. Yeah, nobody would ever accuse you of wearing your heart on your sleeve, Dan, if uh, you even have a physical heart, not just wires and circuits in your chest. My eyes are leaking. Tears, Dan. What? What is this fluid falling from my eye corners? Those are human tears. I think I'm dying. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. My friend was telling me that an elderly neighbor lady of his waved him over the other day and was like, would you like some booze? She said, I don't drink. Would you have a bottle of booze? Would you like it? Hell yeah. My friend, uh, he he drinks. (laughs) (laughs) He, He said, absolutely, yes, I will relieve you of that bottle of booze. And she comes out with this bottle of Canadian Club whiskey, 3.89 liters, 3.79 3.79 liters, so like bigger than a Texas Mickey. What the hell? From 1974. Oh. Still sealed. Comes in a box and everything. She's like, yeah, I've had this in the house and I don't, I'm not going to drink it, so here, you have it. Wow. And he's like, oh. <laughs> like this is That's incredible. A- I've just been gifted four liters of whiskey from the 70s? Yeah. So- so he was going to take it to a, he took it to a party and he was going to crack it. And someone at the party was like, well, no, it might be worth something. Like, don't, don't waste it at this party. So someone there knew an auctioneer and they called the auctioneer. Also, he, I'm sorry, he brought a 3.79 liter bottle of booze <laughs> to a party. First, he and all the boys did a photo shoot with it because it's so stupid big. Okay. Like, it's so I hilariously suppose, yeah. large. That's what I was going to say. The so, novelty of it, really. Yeah. So there was a photo shoot in his backyard of all the boys with this big bottle. I don't know if I'd crack that. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Is it any good? I feel I, like it's probably spoiled at this point. Like, I understand scotch and stuff ages, but does Canadian Club whiskey really age? I don't think any of it ages once it's been bottled. Yeah. But I think it would be fine as long as it's sealed. Like, it's alcohol, right? Could you not? Yeah. I mean, it's old, but could you not drink it? I don't know. So, anyway, this guy at the party called it his, his auctioneer friend, and the guy was like, well, it might be worth like seven, eight hundred bucks, so, oh. so don't open it. Um, but my friend's like, well, I'm not going to sell it. So I mean, if you were him and you you came into this this cool, old, huge bottle of whiskey, what would you do with it? Would you sell it? Would you crack it? Would you, would you leave it uncracked? 
Would you? I'd probably do the photo shoot and then I'd sell it. Then you'd sell it? Because, I mean, it's it's still just Canadian club. It's not like it's an aged bottle of wine from like, you know, whatever that could taste really good. And right. It's worth that. It's still just Canadian club. But it would also be funny to like pick a day and just yeah. get a bunch of people together and go to town on this thing, wouldn't it? Yeah, you'd have to do like I would again because I'm not a huge whiskey fan either. So I would I would have to do something fun with it for sure, <laughs> like make a water fountain with it or like just yeah something like that. You know, he said he thinks maybe the next like bachelor party. Yeah, the next time a dude gets married, maybe he'd bring it out and crack it for that. A slip and slide using Canadian club using just, just whiskey. Oh. I feel like we could accomplish that with a, with a several smaller bottles. Well, that's just, that's There's, the thing, right? Like, is there any benefit to cracking this thing really? Like, just the fun of it, I guess. Just the story. Yep. Just the story pouring from this enormous bottle. Yeah. But what a gift from this lady. That is awesome. Yeah. He's like, oh, I thought I was going to get a bottle of vodka or something. No, it's this, it's like yeah. four liters of whiskey from the 70s. Very I mean, I think cool. you'll have to host a party, and, and the, the main attraction is this bottle yeah, for sure. I think right? so like, too. Yeah. The whiskey party, the yeah. 1974 whiskey party. Y'all have to dress like you're from oh, the 70s. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, just go go crazy with it. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. We got a few messages on this subject. One person said, my parents had one with a pump on it. It was about three feet tall. This must be the same one because my friend said it, it comes with the original pump too. Oh, nice. This person was saying in the, in the 70s and 80s, pumps were big on liquor bottles. Which is so funny to me. Back then, they they couldn't be arsed to unscrew the cap every time they wanted a drink. Although, if they the were, pump appropriately fills like an ounce, that's it's great. awesome. Oh, it's great. You ever had a Texas Mickey party with a pump? No. No? You haven't lived. Does it actually pump like an ounce, though? I think so. Does it? Yeah, yeah that's it's like a it plastic should. pump. Make it so much easier than having to measure. Sweet. Yeah, for a party, it's great. Yeah. It's great. Um, uh, got Also got a few messages from people who work in the distilling industry and they said basically like yeah it's not gonna increase in value in terms of the contents of it other than like just as like you said a novelty item yeah to have a big bottle from the 70s um yeah it's not like wine in that way it doesn't age like a fine wine no right and i mean it wasn't a fine whiskey to begin with as you said so um like why not just (laughs) might as well just crack it and drink it like just enjoy it find a reason to, to drink it as opposed to trying to sell it because they said it could be tough to sell like an auctioneer would have to be looking for specifically that thing and you can't sell them on eBay or anything because it's liquor right so I learned that when I tried to sell a, a hookah I had an old hookah pipe I actually spent a lot of money on it when I was quite a bit younger and I was like I don't use this thing anymore I could probably sell it but you can't sell those anywhere right they get taken down off Kijiji and Facebook Marketplace because technically it is a it's like a bong, you know. Yep. It's like a paraphernalia. It's, it's paraphernalia. You can't sell that. Can't mm. sell liquor. Interesting. You can't sell tobacco products. Right. So, I think your idea is the best. Have a '70s party. Yep. A sexy '70s party. Throw a pump on that sucker and get totally out there. get one of those round beds that rotates, please. You know. <laughs> it's all. It's my dream. I want one of those at some point. Bring out the chest hair. Yeah. I'll stop shaving my chest months out in anticipation of this thing. Yeah. Put the furry rug on the wall <laughs> and then have it on your chest as well. You know. Big mustaches. Oh yeah. Big sexy mustaches. Yeah. This sounds like a great party. Sure does. And you know where you can have that party without disturbing your neighbors is in one of Shane Holmes' quicker possession duplexes with large bedrooms and next level soundproofing. You won't even hear the parties going on. You can. 
fill up those bedrooms. The sexy parties. Here. <laughs> it's full out of swingers party. I mean, that's clearly what we're talking about here. So, <laughs> for more info, visit shanehomes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. VNS in 20 minutes or less. So Oprah's favorite things is fired up again for the holiday <laughs> season. Beckler. Woo! I don't know if you've ever <laughs> seen this. I know. This is literally what it sounds like. For those that don't understand, Oprah promotes her favorite things, and all the daytime TV shows basically adopt this. So Oprah comes on, or Gail, and they'll come and talk about all her favorite things and where you can get them, and then sometimes offer a discount code. Or they'll do a giveaway. Do a big giveaway where everybody gets Oprah's favorite things. Go ahead, look under your seats. Everyone's getting this. You all get a car. Yeah, uh, I was thinking though. As <laughs> did you ever see the one where she had a she had a car in a box, and then like it was a big present, like a big gift box, and the the side fell away, and she's like, everyone gets a car, and everyone's yeah. freaking out. Did you ever see the one someone made, but the box is full of bees, <laughs> and nope. like the, the the side falls away, oh and bees God, swarm out, amazing. and everyone's screaming and crying, and she's dancing. It is ridiculous. <laughs> like it's growing. It, it's getting so big that it's not just Oprah on her own show now. It's literally like every daytime TV show just invites it on and goes here everybody wants Oprah's things I was thinking though I was like maybe you and I could do our own version of this Beckler and Shauna's favorite things Beckler, for the holidays Venus has favorite things wow Venus's picks okay and I mean we could just you know talk about the odd thing here or there that we we really enjoy you know bring in some local businesses as well that we get stuff from and talk about our favorite things not gonna be uh, quite as elaborate as a car and, no. and I'm not gonna give it to you for free cause I well, we don't have the budget for that, but we can still talk about our favorite things. Definitely. Our favorite consumer goods for the season. Consumer goods for the season. Small gift ideas. Totally. Larger gift ideas. Yep. I'm down. Okay. I'll have to start thinking about what my favorite things are. Yeah. Yeah. Start writing them down. When you use something, you're like, this is something that I love. Uh, make sure you note it, and then we can, we can we'll tell you guys about it. Give me an example of something you're going to use. Okay. Um, my sleeping bag shoes. Sleeping bag shoes. Yeah. So they're technically called hot booties. They have all kinds of names. I guess Aerogel socks or Thermoball traction mules. They have all these fancy names for them. But what they look like is essentially sleeping bags for your feet. And they are so comfortable and they're the best thing ever. They're super easy to slip on. And in the winter, just delightful. Who makes them? Uh, again, tons of different companies. Which have. ones do you like, though? Uh, Mech is where I got mine because they're the cheaper version of them. You do can I just search Mech sleeping bag shoes? Do Yeah. They'll come up. Sleeping bag shoes. Oh, yeah. No, they are. Look at that. They do look warm. And they are bucks? so unbelievably comfy. Yeah. Um, I think mine were 60 I got the cheaper okay. version of them. But anyway, you can get all kinds of them. They're little sleeping bags literally for your feet. And in the winter, they will make your they will make your life. My first item, assuming we're just doing one here today. Yeah. Uh, you can get this at any hardware store. But it's this like 10-inch red pry bar and scraper made by a company called Richard. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you can find it usually in the paint supply section. Amazing. I keep one in my shop, one in my tool pouch, and it's just, it's like 13 bucks, and it's a great universal tool. It'll work. It'll work for all sorts of applications. Well, there so you go. It's just, it's just something you need around the house is this. It's a practical one. This little pry bar. Okay. Okay, we're so, off to a good start here. Pry bars and little sleeping bags <laughs> for your feet. VNS in 20 minutes or less. We were at the grocery store the other day, and I was thinking back to when I was a grocery store cashier in high school. Yeah. And I remember I, I asked one of the ladies who had worked there forever what the biggest order she ever rang up was, because I think I had a big order come through, and I was like, whoa, that was like, you know, five, six hundred bucks. Holy crap. Yeah. And she was like, she said she had rang through an order that was like $3,000 one time. It's like, that's a huge grocery order. What in God's name are you buying? Well, that's the question that I asked. Vegetables? I was asking my fam- my family, and I was like, can you guess 
what the order was for. Like, can you guess why this person was buying so much stuff? Was it a charity thing? That was that was my guess. Yeah. That was my first guess. It wasn't that. I thought maybe they were making a big purchase for a food bank That's or something or yeah. a shelter. Uh, no, it wasn't that. A you giant th- party. Also a good guess. Bo guessed barbecue. I said, no, it wasn't no. a barbecue. Can you think of anything, any other reason why you might buy $3,000 worth of groceries at once? You're a hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> found a hot deal. You found a really good <laughs> deal cheap and you found on a Diet deal. Pepsi and you need to <laughs> you buy them a, out of stock, okay? You found a glitch, an error with the coupon, and you yes. went nuts. No. no, also a good guess. Okay. Um, um, give up? I got I got nothing else. Someone had bought a cabin. They had bought a cabin and they needed to stock oh, the pantry completely. That so makes sense. All the spices, all the mm. everything, and it all added up to like $3,000 worth of food. Holy. Yeah. Holy crap. Holy yeah. man. That's a big order right there. Yeah, Spices. The BNS in 20 minutes or less podcast. So I got myself making fun of my boyfriend Cliff the other day because he watches Big Bang Theory <laughs> and Two Broke Girls. Cliff has some interesting uh, TV and movie selections, doesn't he? We've discussed this before. Like anything that you think is absolutely awful or is like gets zero stars. Anything that is rated horribly, he absolutely loves. But I found myself, I was like, I was making fun. I was like, why do you watch that stuff? That's so dumb. Then I realized that that's TV show snobbery, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. And I watch dumb yeah. shows myself, you know what I mean? And sometimes I see people and they'll watch some of those reality TV shows like Love is Blind and I, I catch myself thinking like, why do you watch that? Also dumb. But that I mean, seems stupid. It seems like everybody has one yes. escape that they allow themselves, you know? And I Whether, do too. Yeah. Like I, I watch a lot of mindless TV. In fact, I ask, we've talked on the air about how I'm like, give me your mindless dumb TV that mm-hmm. I can kind of toss in the background because I like that for when I'm working. So I can't judge others for this. Yeah, or it's even like... Lots of people love wrestling or whatever, right? Like, just sometimes you just—it's all right to just like turn your brain off a little and just enjoy something, right? And really, that's what TV is good for—is an escape as well. So I shouldn't be judging. I shouldn't be a TV snob. But it got me thinking: like, have we done TV show snobs before? We did. Uh, I don't remember when this was, but I had posted my list of what I feel are the like my ten favorite TV shows of all time, right? And I I posted that on Instagram, and then I was uh, a friend of ours was like, "Oh, this is a terrible list. You need this on your list and this on your list." And I was like. Uh-huh. That's a little bit of snobbery right there. Oh, you haven't watched this show? Do you live under a rock? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I watched that prior to its mass release. When you're a true fan, you get exclusive access. Oh, yes. Well, it's a bit slow for the first three seasons, but then the fourth, it really kicks off. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you haven't watched the prequel and the postquel and the midquel and the zequel, you're not real fan, are you? <laughs> yes, well, if you have hobbies other than lying on the couch watching TV, you don't really know TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have three TVs set up at once so I can stream all my shows in real time. <laughs> <laughs> That's dedication. Yeah, it truly is, I know. B&S in 20 minutes or less. Bo Levi Mitchell has had his rights traded to Hamilton. Yeah. Exchange for draft picks. I know. Uh, if he ends up playing with the Thai Cats, that will be very weird to see, won't it? Very weird. He's one of those players that you can't even picture in nope. a different uniform. He mm-hmm. wears red and white. Yep. He's, That's his colors. That, those, those are his colors. That's they belong to wears. him. He belongs to them. Um, I mean, as a Ryder fan, 
I want to dislike Bo Levi Mitchell, yeah. but he was, especially in his prime, he was just so good. And he came in here one time to voice some commercials and we met him and he was also just a really nice guy. Super nice dude. So, I want to hate you, mm-hmm. but I can't. Nope. <laughs> I know it's always funny when that happens. You're like, no, be a jerk, please. Just be a real ass. He was, uh, yeah, he did a lot for the city. I mean, two great cup wins, but I, would you, would you say some, uh, some words in eulogy? Yeah. Yeah. For Bo Levi Mitchell's time in Calgary, Shauna? I can, yeah. We are gathered here today to remember Bo Levi Mitchell. Bo descended upon this country from Katy, Texas. And with a good Southern name like Bo Levi, he was always destined for greatness, either as a football player or a NASCAR driver. That's just what he did. Although undrafted in the NFL, Bo was signed by the Stamps in 2012. His ass mostly warmed benches in his first year. Some injuries, though, allowed him a shot in 2013, and the rest is history. He's now the Stamps' all-time leader in passing yards, and he's a two-time Grey Cup champ. Last for the first time in his CFL career, he won't be a Stamp. He's headed for Hamilton. Weird. Tiger Town. Steel Town. The Hammer. I call it Stinktown because it smells there. Bo, your sultry southern accent and weird affinity for headbands will be missed. <laughs> Bring air freshener. <laughs> Becker, do you have a musical tribute for us? <laughs> some digs at Hamilton there, too. Sorry. I do. It is gross. It's, I it opted for some Zeppelin. Okay, good. Bo, 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 you don't have to go. Bo, 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 Bo. You've been listening to the Beyond S in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. Want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less. Less downloaded.